most people think. Hello and welcome to episode 30 of What Most People Think. It's Dear 48. Dear 48, Jeff is on the verge of completing Netflix. He had to fight an old lady at the supermarket for a pack of paracetamol. So how are you doing, man? How are you doing? You might hear a little difference in my voice uh, here today is that I might, you know, I might have it. I might have the vid. I don't know. A lot of people are self-diagnosing at the moment. I might just have a sore throat as well. But one thing's for certain is I prefer this voice. This voice is the badass voice that I think I was born to have. But I do sound a little bit like um, uh, Phil Mitchell, you know, in EastEnders. Like, Ricky, Ricky, don't be stupid, Ricky. Ricky, don't be stupid. He always sounds like he's operating off one lung, doesn't he? Old Steve McFadden. But here we are. We got it. We got it locked down. We got it locked down now. We are locked down. And I understand the reasons, but I would say that people got a bit too keen for it in the end. Don't you think? You know, like, I th- think that we probably should stay in our houses as much as possible, but uh, we shouldn't want to be told to stay in our houses. There was some weird sort of S&M style thing going on there. Please, please tell me. Lock me down. Lock me down now. I've been bad. I went to the park on Sunday. Oh my God, I'm so naughty. But listen, this is my podcast called What Most People Think, the lockdown editions. And basically, usually it's about politics. It's about left and right, leave and remain, the culture war, the woke versus the gammons. The, God, you remember all these wars that we used to fight, but for the moment, usual hostilities are kind of suspended for the sort of for the time being. With this is, you know, just as we're we're all trying to kind of uh, unify and have a government possibly of national unity. So I'm uh, I'm looking at things from a, a broader perspective for the time being. The moment this shit ends, I promise you. I'll, oh, by the way, that was the first swear here. So I had an experiment. I had a few people complaining about the amount of swears. And now I've had people complaining about the lack of swears. So I think that we're going to find an intermediate level between swearing here. Okay. It sort of proves that some people like swearing because it is big and it is clever. You cunts. Now, uh, my fast food odyssey for some people was uh, cut short. I was hoping to eat fast food every single night of the pandemic. Um, that's my effort. That's my contribution to the national effort. But you got cut short. It got cut short because a lot of places shut down and it turned out it just wasn't realistic. But I did get as far, right? I did get as far as my first ever experience of uh, home-delivered takeaway pub grub. And let me tell you, that is going to outlive this pandemic. I will be taking that to the Dragon's Den once this is all done. I'm going to take it to the Dragon's Den because and I'll probably get the usual shit when I offer Deborah Meaden who start, you know, with a little bit of cash that we know she she hasn't. She got, Deborah Meaden, right, if you... If you needed her to get her hands on like two grand in cash, I, I don't think she could. But she'd scrutinise it, wouldn't wouldn't she? An old uh, Peter, what's his name? Peter Duncan. No, that was Gears of Blue Peter, wasn't it? Duncan Bannatyne. We got. Why, why would I want uh, pop food delivered to my house? Why would I want it? I'd have it in the pub. If I wanted pop food, I'd go to the pub. Um, but it was amazing. It was amazing. It was. There's something about pub food I, in in a home context. I didn't think it was going to be as good as it was, but it was good. It was. It, it was lovely. So yeah, we're going to crack uh, straight into it. I would do, I normally do uh, thank yous and fuck yous, but I haven't left the house in four days because obviously I've got the sore throat and stuff like that. I am self-isolating, yeah? I'm not one of these people making a big deal about it online, you know. Day, 
do you see all those people going mad after like day one of self-isolating? You're like, you know what? If you was going mad after that day one of self-isolating, I think you was already mad. Like, you know, they're doing all those wacky things and oh, here's me just just walking around my house, wearing my pants on my head. And you go, yeah, that's not that's not madness. That is uh, that is an attempt at a viral tweet. <laughs> Um, but um, but thank you. I should say thank you to all the listeners that have written in. That's gone way up. It's almost like people have got more more time on their hands, isn't it? And uh, thank you. So thank you to everyone that's written in. We'll be doing the letters uh, at the end. And uh, I suppose fuck you to those of you who haven't. Anyway, let's talk about Boris's big announcement. So we had the announcement, didn't we? When was it? Was it Monday night? I don't know. I don't know. What is Monday? Is Monday even a thing? Did you notice how Saturday, right? Last Saturday, stripped of football or pubs, it was just exposed as day six of the week. It was embarrassing, wasn't it? Saturday just showed all... Sometimes status is something that can be be lost very quickly. It was just strutting around. I'm Saturday. I'm the bollocks. I'm the best day of the week by far. Like, all right, Saturday. Let's see what you got without pubs. Let's see what you got without sport. And it's just it was just like covering its tiny little Saturday cock embarrassed it just shuffled off just you're just a day mate that's all you are you're you're a sunday without the relaxation um but yeah we got we got boris's announcement and it felt like it felt like the end of season one now i'm not saying that this thing is anywhere close to being concluded but it was season one of a six-part series was this thing that was building up lockdown everybody wanted lockdown as i was saying please boris pin me down lock me down um and yeah we were waiting for the announcement weren't we and it, and it was a weird night 25 million people watched that. 25 million, which is high, but I want to know what the fuck the, the other lot were doing. Do you know what I mean? That's, that's, that leaves the majority of people didn't think that they needed to tune in um, to, to the, probably one of the most historic announcements that will ever happen in our life. They're, yeah, well, you know, but I'm too busy watching Walking Dead. I'm like, well, you know, very soon that, that could be happening outside your window, so maybe get the... Get it on BBC One, mate. But um, I thought he did okay. I thought he did all right, you know, just uh, looking straight to camera. He looked nervous. Who wouldn't be nervous? Who wouldn't be nervous? But And it was strange, the reaction. I think the government have got the communication spectacularly wrong at times in this. But let's be honest, sometimes it's been people. I, I thought what he said was pretty clear. He said, you know, work from home unless working from home is impossible. And everyone's like, what's that? Right, everybody work from home? Don't go in, don't go out, everybody stay in. Because what, what, what people are calling lockdown is, um, you know, in, in other countries, you know, even in Italy, people are still going to work. I don't know. I think people got a bit carried away by what was possible. I don't know if they thought that we could literally grind the whole country to, to a halt. I think people were starting to get attracted to the idea. Maybe with, you know, certainly if you were in a PAYE job. Uh, the security that the government have offered. People, you know, it was, I want the lockdown. Lock me down. Um, but yeah, you know, parts of the economy have to carry on. We can't, you know, we can't grind the whole thing to a halt. You know, I mean, Trump, right, he said some utter shit during this, as usual. But he said something about, you know, like the the, the cure can't be worse than the disease, right? Which is, there's a logic in that. It, it would be helpful if everything else he said hadn't been just awful, despicable. I mean, he is, he, I know like, you know, there's a lot of lefty comedians that, that climb in on Donald Trump. So I, I tend to leave that to them. But I've got to say, man, you, he is an absolute wrong'un. He's such a wrong'un. Did you see that clip of him where they said to him that uh, Mitt Romney 
had been diagnosed with coronavirus. He went, oh, gee, that's too bad. But in an obviously sarky way. And then the journalist said, um, sorry, sorry, are you saying that? Is that was that sarcasm there? He's like, no, not me. What? I, I never said anything. Mm. It's like, you know, one of those kids when the teacher accused you of humming and he just carried on humming. And um, yeah, he's just, he's just been an arsewipe. He has been an arsewipe. Uh, the whole time. But the thing about Trump, right, is if you just, as I've often done with his presidency, is I've refused to accept that he's really president of the United States. I've just seen it as banner. If you look at it as a form of entertainment, then this man delivers, you know. He he absolutely delivers. I, it, it's like when you've got a mate, isn't it? Sometimes you've got mates that, like, are just pricks all the time. But there is something reassuring about that. You know, you always know where you stand with an upfront prick. It's the stealth pricks that worry you. Do you know what I mean? With, with Donald, if you're on a stag do with Donald, you know how he's going to be. With Tony Blair, you just get a sense that he might be sniding off and slagging, slagging you off on another WhatsApp group but telling you it's the best stag do he'd ever been on. But yeah, we, um, there is this strange delusion as well in, at the moment that all the other countries are getting it right and we're getting it wrong and, we, and we're the only ones that have issues and questions of our leadership. You know, once again, we're back to this idea that, that Europe is laughing at us, other countries are laughing at us. They don't know why we're doing it. They, they think we're crazy. I mean, that is what you will hear on Twitter because that's the general flow of, um, you know, the, the, the general vibe of the discourse. You know, do you, do you think that there aren't, dissenting voices in France and Italy. Like, do, you think, do you think when Macron came straight in with the heavy-handed lockdown that there weren't French blokes in the regional areas, you know, the rural areas, wondering why the fuck they can't open their boulangerie, you know? But we like to, th- we like to think it's always us. I don't know what, there's something quite British about this. Like, we've both got, we're both patriotic, but we always think that we're just, we're just crap. There's just crap. I mean, basically, there's, there's a fine line between people who think Boris is doing okay and... and there's a line between people who think he's doing okay and think he's doing terribly. And, and that line, quite a lot of it goes back to how you voted at the last election and how you voted on the European referendum. I mean, I just I don't think that there's anybody in this country that wants the virus to be any worse than it is. But I do get the impression of some people that just can't stand the idea that the, the Tories might do an okay job of it. And like I keep saying... The only metric of whether that's happened will be this time next year because there's going to be another wave of this thing. But people want to seem to write, you know, end of end of term reports every single day. It's just not it's just not possible. You know, there have been there have been mistakes. There have been mistakes in communication. But Jesus Christ, like, you know, the government have got a bit more on than you right now. Most of us are sort of squeezing out 40 minutes work a day while claiming to work from home. They're trying to respond to a uh, global pandemic. And I I don't know, like I preferred him speaking directly to the public. I I don't get why he has to speak to the press because I I don't think it's, you know, they they say we're there to provide scrutiny. But they just, you know, what seems to happen is the government and the CMO, they give us all the information. And then the press just ask questions that were mostly answered in the information. You know, the government go, well, that concludes our briefing. Uh, Any questions? Yeah, Steve Bastard, Daily Swine. Uh, And they, they, (laughs) that is what they live for as well, isn't it? That must be like the the most you know erect that a journalist ever gets is when they go yeah yeah Tim yeah Tim Simpson uh, Daily Mail like you might have heard of me they were saying like that. yeah uh, kind of a big deal and writing stuff uh, yeah Prime Minister Prime Minister I just want to ask Prime Minister so called Prime Minister what is being done about the thing that you just said a minute ago and answered. Can you tell me that again? So I look like a hard bastard. Um, 
I, I don't know, you know, and they're also they're also asking questions because the thing about journalists, right, is that they 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 want there to be a story. That's their job. They're conditioned to look for the story. And you think, well, in this situation, the story is the story. It's there, it's staring us all in the face. You don't need to add like worse stuff on top of what's happening. Uh, uh, Prime Minister, yeah, Jack Fuckwit uh, from the Daily Whistle. I just wanna, I just wanna say, Prime Minister, are we already in recession? I'm like, yeah, I, I don't know, Jack. What do you think, mate? Is half the country is sitting in their fucking gym jams watching Disney Plus? I think, yeah, maybe we're a bit in recession. What most people think. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe, maybe we're not in recession. Maybe like the amount of shit people are buying. Maybe rampant, thoughtless consumerism will be the thing that drags us out of this. You know, maybe if you're uh, if you're an online shopaholic, maybe your um, your patriotic duty is to just just indulge your addiction. Just keep buying, keep buying the shit. Um, and, you know, I think the government have done a couple of decent things. You know, I think the NHS recall scheme done by Matt Hancock and fair play, man. Like, I don't normally do the kind of high five in virtue signaling thing, but you cannot have anything but admiration for retired people that have gone back to work for the NHS during this time. That is, they are the bollocks. And then also there's this NHS scheme, this volunteer scheme, right, uh, where people could just go and help out. And it seems mad that it's taken this pandemic for us to think of this, you know, where, you know, we, we've always had um, CPSOs, right? We've had um, cl- uh, police community support officers, who obviously everybody takes incredibly seriously. But now, if you're one of these people that's always saying, you know, I heart the NHS, you've got all the badges and stuff, you can go and you can be an NHS, right? And if you, this is this is the good thing, right, is that this is obviously a great scheme and, and like nearly half a million people have volunteered. And again, hats off to them. But if you're a middle class person, right, and you, you one of your mates is one of these fucking do-gooders, you know, you know the prick that always outdoes you, you know, if you've done like a charity bake sale, he's built a school in Somalia. This is your chance, mate. This is your chance. Just, just get, get sign up for the NHS scheme, and do loads of selfies of yourself in in scrubs, cleaning and stuff like that, and then stick that in his face at the next dinner party. Oh, what's that, Gavin? You built a house in Somalia? Yeah, well, I'm. I just did a, a double shift at the local NHS trust, so um, maybe I'm better than you. But it has it started to get quiet out there, hasn't it? Because obviously there was that that bump where um, you know a lot of people went out last weekend. But the streets, the streets are sort of like you know you know in Avengers Endgame, it's sort of like Thanos just kept clicking his fingers. <laughs> he keeps dividing it, and it's tough. And I'm starting to miss it. I'm starting to miss human interaction. I'm starting to miss lots of things. Obviously, I've been in the house. For four days, I, I had a weird, like, fantasy daydream about going to the co-op. Like yesterday, I was just sitting there, just cropped it, just propped, dropped into my mind, like how wonderful it would be just to, just to go to the co-op. And um, you know, this is harsh because a lot of people say, "Well, if our grandparents could live through the Blitz and stuff." The first thing is, is like, yeah, they, they, all, they, they you know, were the ones that lived, lived. We've got to stop saying that. Some of them didn't live through the Blitz. Okay, they were not. They're not indestructible. Some of them got bombed up. You know. But did they survive it? They just had, you know, they got through it. A lot of them had anxiety disorders for life. You know, they're smoking 80 a day, drink problems. You know, I, th- I think it's a shame about the pubs. I know the, I know the reasons for doing it. But um, I think like that kind of, con- I just, I want a pint. Do you know what I mean? You can drink alcohol in your home and believe me, I have been doing that. But um, just, just a, a pint on draft would be a wonderful thing right now. But we've got our restrictions. We've got our restrictions. And I would say this, I would say this, it's going to be a, a lot of very fit dogs by the end of this, isn't there? You know, dogs that have been getting maybe 40 minutes to an hour's walk a day, they're going to be finding themselves fucking dragged around 
you know what I mean? Dragged around like a teddy bear on the end of a string just because someone wants to be out of the house because they because <laughs> they can't take hanging out with their family anymore. But, you know, so look, on the political side, I think that the point is, yeah, people should scrutinise government uh, on an ongoing basis. But this is everything is ongoing at the moment. And and just being anti-government for the sake of it isn't massively helpful. Quick update on the tour date. So for a while, I was holding back on these. Uh, we've managed to move most of them. I'm just having a look on my Twitter page, which is the best place to find out stuff about me. This is this is somebody trying to walk in two gum, isn't it? You know, just um, yes, as he's trying to carry on talking. So here we go. These are the dates. The rescheduled dates are. So the, the two in London at the end of April are, for now, still nominally going to happen, right? But obviously... Because they're at the end of April, we just need to hold on. We, we, we're starting to line up uh, alternatives, but we can't quite pull the trigger on those yet. The ones that have moved are Bath, which has moved to the Friday the 4th of September. Uh, Manchester Dance, Dance House, which has moved to Friday the 25th of September. Uh, Shrewsbury Theatre 7, Southern, which has moved to Saturday the 26th of September. Canterbury has moved to Sunday the 27th. Canterbury at the Goldbeckian. Goldbeckian, that shouldn't be an N in there. Uh, Exeter, the Northcott Theatre, Northcott of the Northcott, that's now Wednesday the 14th of October. Uh, Worthing, the Connaught Theatre, that's now Thursday the 15th. And the Leamington Spa, Royal Spa Centre, that is um, Friday the 16th of October. And then one, the one in Maidenhead is a bit later in the year, that's Saturday the 28th of November, uh, the one in Maidenhead. Now, I know that, you know, those are obviously quite a bit later, but trust me, Live Nation have done a really good job here. A lot of people are getting dates pushed into next year. Now, I would say that obviously, you know, hopefully you'll all be able to exchange them. If you do want a refund, then by all means go for it. And I understand some people's budgets will be tight, but, you know, do try and come if you can. You know what I mean? For what it was, 14 quid a ticket and stuff like that. It, it Obviously, that helps me. But um, if you still come, but it's also the venues. I've got the odd way of making money in this downtime, but they, they don't, you know, they, they, this literally is money gone for them. So if you can still, um, you know, if, if you people, if you've, if you've ever thought, oh, how can we financially support you, Jeff? And I bet that's what you're thinking, right? Just sitting there going, but yeah, this is all well and good, Jeff, but how can I give you money? Well, one way you can give me money is by not taking away money, okay? So uh, look, if you're struggling, refund. If you're not, exchange. Cheers. Let's talk about homeschooling now. Everyone threw themselves straight into this, which I found odd. Very odd. Like, we keep saying that, that kids are overworked, you know. Kids are overworked. You know, we test them too much. We assess them too much. Just, just let kids be kids. And then the one time they could just chill, even just for a week, we set up fucking academies by lunchtime. Do you know, what, 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 where does this come from? In human beings, I bet that this is largely, I bet it was largely driven by middle class parents, right? They're just terrified of their kid falling behind, aren't they? And now it's their responsibility, it's, it's kick them into action. They're like, okay, Caleb, 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 no, Caleb, stop it, no, get out of your pajamas. It's eight o'clock, we should be at school by now. Caleb, Caleb, you're falling behind, you're falling behind, you're falling behind Jessica, of my, 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 my niece, Jessica. I cannot have you fall behind Jessica. It reflects badly on me, Caleb. And a lot of, uh, I suppose a lot of parents that, you know, have given teachers stick over the years, they're getting called out, aren't they? You know, those ones who are convinced they could do a better job will step right up. Here's your chance. Here is your chance. And it's going to be, it's going to be a sobering moment for the kids, isn't it? Because they, 
They thought it was holiday time, and now they're getting taught biology by their dad. Maybe this could create a new appreciation in them of being at school. Just why not? I mean, just have this week off. If you could just have this week off, you don't have to get them straight into. I mean, Disney Plus launched this week, right? Why not get them in there learning comprehensively about the Star Wars universe? Yeah, maybe you, you could just do what act like teachers, right? In the last week of term before Christmas, just just sort of pretend, just stick on the telly, but pretend that there's learning outcomes in it. You know, go okay. I want you to spell Obi Wan Kenobi. Yeah, I want I want you to tell me the chemical symbol for the iron that Iron Man uses in this wicked Iron Man offshoot Lego cartoon. I found it, you know, I found it as, um, kind of uh, sobering for me as well. Is that I cannot I cannot do crafts with my son. You know, that is that is I'm sort of this can sound really old fashioned, but that to me is a mum thing. Sorry, I know that there'll be exceptions to this, but there's something about. I'll do the physical stuff. I'll roll around in mud with him. Do you know what I mean? I'll go pretending to hunt for dinosaurs in the woods. But getting all the glue and glitter out, I, I'm not doing it. I'm sorry. Just get all the preparation and the scissors and the accuracy and the prep. I'd, I'd rather give him a kidney than do that. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I like to think I'm a good father, but everyone has their limits. All the tidying up and putting away. This is, this is partly why I was, uh, I was a crap teacher. Because I never wanted to do any of that level of prep, you know, just getting all the sticky back plastic and getting out. Like there were certain teachers, and they were mainly female, that really reveled in that. They seemed to seem to make them feel tidy within themselves, like like wearing matching shoes and fucking Alice bands. <laughs> do you want to do any more stereotyping of women, Jeff? Yeah, I'll do a couple more before we're done. But equally, there's a stereotype about boys here. Is my son is the same with a lot of boys. We did a little bit of spelling the other day, and. You know, just wanted to start off with the simple stuff. And I said, all right, what, what word would you like to know how to spell, son? And he said, uh, Indominus Rex, which is the uh, the synthetically constructed dinosaur from Jurassic World. Don't worry, I haven't let him see the film. I just let him watch the Lego one. And I was like, Indominus Rex, why? And he just wanted to spell the names of dinosaurs. I was like, could you pick something with less syllables, please? Most of these dinosaurs got more syllables in their name than a Greek, than a Greek surname. But I, yeah, the first, our first day lesson was done very quickly. I was, I sat there, we did numbers, we did letters, we did numbers again, gave him some gold stars, which they like, I forgot about the power of being a teacher. If you listen to podcasts, I don't know if I mentioned, I used to be a teacher before. I don't know if I was a very good one. I think the kids kind of liked me and I sort of abused that by being not very good in the prep department. You know, our first day was done by uh, by nine thirty eight on the dot. We started at nine, and it ended by nine thirty eight. I did a register that includes a register, making him line up outside, which I found hilarious. But because he hasn't been to school, it was all a bit uh, over his head. Um, but but yeah, so you know what? If you're finding if you're finding the homeschooling hard, then just knock it on the head for a while. Do you know what I mean? This is this could be a long lockdown. At least enjoy the first bit of it. It'll be like summer holidays, you know, for kids. It'll be like a six-week holiday. Let them do what they want for the first couple of weeks. And then just as they start getting bored, introduce a bit of structure before, you know, they end up eating the wallpaper. Okay, let's talk about panic buying now, which is obviously something that has been evolving throughout this process, right? It continues, but it evolves like the virus itself. It mutates and it spreads. It started with pasta 
and bog roll, but then it mutated and people were buying. Other stuff, man. Other stuff. Hair clippers. Hair clippers. How does your mind work, right? If you're so when um, Boris was doing his announcement the other night, um, he uh, there was a spike in in sales of hair clippers. How does your mind work if the prime minister is detailing, you know, the first ever lockdown in British history, and you're going, who's going to cut my hair? Jesus Christ, Jesus Christ, Claire, get on Amazon, buy hair clippers, buy buy three hair clippers, buy all the hair clippers because you know people buy more than they needed. There's just something little. This little fuck you element in people, you know, I've got, I've got to have more. Just got to have more. What if the, what if they break? I definitely need two, you know, and there's a, then there's the kids. We don't want to use, we don't want to cross-pollinate hair. So let's buy 17 hair clippers, Claire. Games consoles were selling out as well because obviously people, you know, f- uh, faced with the possibility of spending some quality time with their kids has gone, Jesus Christ, we need another device for them to stick their fucking head in all day. Nintendo Switch. Freezers. Who are you? Who are you if you're one of the people that was buying the freezers, man? Who are you? Because there must be, knowing the numbers that I do on this podcast, right, there must be some panic buyers out there. There must be. How do you feel? How do you feel when we're all slagging you off, right? <clears throat> are you feeling guilty? I bet you're not, right? I bet I bet you're not, because that's not the way human nature works, is it? Like, if you're doing a behaviour, if you're involved in something, there's always a way that people find a rationale to justify why it's okay when they do it. And I would imagine that a lot of people who are panic buying are, um, they're sort of, they're thinking we're the idiots, right? They think they're some sort of urban Bear Grylls sort of thing or that. I don't know how they think this is going to end up like they're going to be Will Smith in the film I Am Legend. <laughs> just just them like a dog and a bag of Fusely, you know. Are you, are you willing to admit it? Are you, any panic buyers, right? Let's have an amnesty for panic buyers. Is, has it become like a form of, of OCD, for you like you just have to do it because that's what I'm convinced about I get these strong hunches every once in a while <clears throat> but email email in anonymously right if it makes you feel safe just just is, is what is it about it you do you feel a sense of risk and fear and does having like a, like a four litre vat of hand sanitizer is that what pulls you through or is it just is, have you got a dirty secret secret cupboard full of paracetamols is that what you've got like surgical masks more than you could ever need, you know, more than you would need to survive like a, a medium-sized atom bomb dropped on, you know, in your vicinity. Because let me tell you, if this virus goes super bad, you, we, hand, sign is, hand sign is not going to save you. Do you know what I mean? If anything, the knowledge that you have, it will get out and then the Roman mobs will come to, you, to your house for it. I'd roll, I'd, I've, I've just got uh, tea cakes, mate, and after eights. And the truth, let's be honest, the truth about the panic buying is that a lot of people are just buying a bit extra. That's the point. We've all got it in our minds that there's these selfish bastards just walking out there doing like they're doing a trolley dash in supermarket sweep or something. But actually, a lot of us, and I've been guilty of it too, have just been going to the supermarket a bit more often than usual, right? And if we all do that, then that that has the same effect, doesn't it? You know, no, darling, no, we're not panic buyers. We're not panic buyers, but we're just... We'll just go to Waitrose every day, twice a day, and get one bag of shopping every fucking day. Every day. When it opens, be there, Claire. Be there. I'll know if you weren't there, Claire. I'll know. Because um, that's the same. It has the same effect, doesn't it? If everyone's going there buying bread, eggs, and all that shit, it has the same effect. But we don't want to think, right, that we're like that. We want to think that we're somehow morally better than the people, you know, the crushes outside, people outside as the, you know what I mean? Like they're giving away sort of uh, free Renault Clios. What? I don't know why. That was the weirdest 90s car reference there. So that's the point, isn't it? Own it. Own it. When it comes to panic buying, 
just just own your role in this. There's something that you've bought more of. So, you know, let he without sin, you know, cast the first bog roll. Right, we get to letters. We get to letters. We've had a lot of letters. Right, we've got somebody called uh, AR, just referring themselves to AR. They're saying, Jeff, what, you know, obviously a lot of more of us are doing work from home now. What kind of message are you sending out by where you position your webcam for conference calls? Um, yeah, it's a good shout, isn't it? I mean, one is, uh, you know, my house, I don't really have many rooms where I can get a good position in. But you're, you're sort of suggesting about what posters, what things, do you want to send out a serious message? I bet you any money that in no time at all there will be an industry for this. There'll be some, some fucking techie millennial twat that will just kind of like, kind of pimp your workspace. They will, you know they will. They'll just be like, well, what you want to do is you want to send out a message, you want to have maybe a poster of a film, you want to have good lighting, they'll probably give you all the advice in this way, and it will probably will work. It will probably work. And then everyone will end up having to do it because other people do it. It'd be like one of those annoying things like having to upgrade your phone when you didn't really want to. So I think you ask a good question there. So for, yeah, for next week, if people want to send in emails to what most people think, uk at gmail.com, you could say, you know, what are you doing with your workspace? What kind of message are you sending out about how you work and live? Uh, This one is from Barry Candler. Um, Will we only believe, truly believe in Corona when someone famous dies? (laughs) Yeah, maybe like uh, maybe like all these things, you know, like there's those stories where it needs something to really impact on the public consciousness, like the students stand in front of the tank uh, in Tiananmen Square. Maybe, maybe, oh my God, I just had a terrible conspiracy theory thought there. Maybe the government will clock onto that and they'll ask a celebrity in the national interest to pretend to be dead. You know, I'd say Schofield would be a good runner. He's up for some good PR, isn't he? Just Philip Schofield, gone. Stay at home. Philip Schofield would have wanted it. Now, obviously, if Philip Schofield does get ill in the meantime, this, I need to stress that this just was a satirical conceit and in no way am I some witch doctor wishing bad juju on the scoff. But yeah, maybe it will take something like that. Will, will a government, I mean, this is not even a question you're asking at all, will a government then try and force that? Hmm, I don't know, stranger things have happened. Did we really land on the moon? We fucking did. Obviously, we did. What most people think. Another letter here. Great letters this week. Are we going to... This is from David James. I don't know if it's the goalkeeper here. Uh, David James. Are we going to become a nation of grasses? Are we? Are we going to be snitching? I've got to say, it's a great question, Dave, because I was already... You know, since the rules have come in about how often you're allowed to go for a walk and whatnot, you know, has anyone else been doing a little bit of curtain twitching? There, going, oh, babe, 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 look at that bloke there. Look at that bloke there. That's his third walk today, isn't it? That's for, what is it? That, what is that dog training for something, is it? Huh? What's he going out for? Is he a key worker? Is he? Key worker, as far as I know. The geezer hasn't had a job since we moved in, has he, babe? My wife's like, get away from the curtain, Jeff. I'm like, no, 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 I'm just doing my civic duty here. I've gone from a uh, social libertarian to a uh, kind of unpaid, <laughs> unpaid informant. Are we going to become a nation of grasses? Because you know, you know that people are going to flout this. They're going to flout it. Of course they are. Because they'll suddenly realise... Who the fuck is actually going to tell me not to, right? Now, it'll either come from social pressure or it'll come from the old bill. The old bill, you know, they're not going to want a 
more often than they have to. They're not going to want to tell people not to do things that would go hand in hand with usual civil liberties. So, so yeah, it's a good question. Are you going to become a super grass? Do you want to snitch people out? How long would it be? Like, if this went on for a while, how long would it be before the government kind of were trying to offer him rewards? <laughs> it was 500 quid. Have you seen anybody go for more than an hour's walk with their Bichon freeze? Then give us a call on Crime Stoppers. My God. That would be it. <laughs> that would really show you that society had changed. Uh, I got a letter here. This is uh, from Pete. Pete, who says that his wife uh, is a hospital doctor. So basically, Pete's point is, is she's on the front line being a superhero while he's at home with the kids. Uh, he says, I respect her so much. We all do, Pete. Fair play to your missus for doing what she does. But what do you think? Uh, well, yeah, you are emasculated. You know this podcast. I'm not going to mince words. Currently, you are, but it's not a bad thing. These are exceptional circumstances. But, you know, we all get emasculated from time to time. You know, I had, uh, I had a bit of building work being done recently in the house. And, um, you know, I build us in every day. And obviously, when my wife was out, I was raised to, you know, you give workmen, you offer them tea. And there's something about it, as I think I said in a previous podcast, that can't help you, made me feel like my mum. You know, going, all right, fellas, do you want a tea? Do you want a tea, lads? You know, if you take them in a plate of biscuits as well, that's too far. I found out the hard way. If you take out biscuits, they're all fanned out on the plate attractively. You know, pink wafers, Garibaldi's, <laughs> weird biscuits as well. Slightly camp biscuits. It just feels like you're trying to set up a little something. Um, so, you look, you are you are doing... Right, so this is what the little, someone on a like a This Morning style phone-in would say to you. No, Pete, you are in no way emasculated because nothing could be more manly than sitting there doing arts arts and crafts with the kids. I'm telling you, I'm telling you. And we, everyone knows it's bullshit, but it's a nice platitude. Look, you're doing what you've got to do in the time that you've got to do it, but just make sure that you're still, you know, getting out, getting your manly rage out there. Like when you go for when you go for a run, do 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 shadow boxing and stuff like that. You know what I mean? And just like the the occasional cross or uppercut. Just just let people know, looking at you, know that you can handle yourself. You know what I mean? Just 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 uh, cook a steak outdoors. You know, just make sure that, that you keep that man fire burning for when society returns to normal. And she's back in the kitchen, Pete, and you're doing DIY. What most people think. This is one from Evelyn. Uh, how do you think, how do you think, I don't know why I said it like that. How do you think uh, coronavirus will affect the mental health of the nation? Well, it's gonna, there's going to be a lot of different things, aren't there? There's going to be one, you know, of course, there's that positive like oh, i've really realized what's important and my god the air smells so fresh now i tell you what fuck the air do you know what i mean fuck, I'd, I'd have fucking mumbai level smog just to just to go out for a proper night out you know <laughs> fuck the air um how will it affect the health of the nation well I, I think that we will probably start eating healthier just out of paranoia certainly happened in my house once the fast food places shut down um the mental health of the nation. Well, I think that it's a tough time to be in a shit relationship. Um, so there will be trainers, a divorce lawyer, right now. Just a word, little word from Uncle Jeff here, because coming out of this, <laughs> a lot of relationships are going to be stress tested. Some of them are going to be in a better place than they ever were, darling. If we can live for a pandemic, we can live for everything. Let's renew our vows. And some of them will be like, we need to divorce and never even look at each other again um i think that um, we'll, we'll start to appreciate exercise is one thing i mean i was thinking the other day about not being able to go for a swim gutted not being able to go for a swim although you know certain things that i don't miss about 
swimming. It's one of most of a ball ache exercises, isn't it? I mean, get in there, get dressed, get in, in the fucking locker, make sure you've got a quid, all that shit. Do you know, yo, fuck swimming. Indoor exercise bike. That's the answer. And I don't know, maybe some of us, I mean, there's always flip sides to these things. Maybe some of us will go, look, I really appreciate the liberties that we had. And then some of us go, do you know what? I was really happy just living alone at home. Uh, all I needed was a better television. Okay, so that is the end of today's episode of What Most People Think. I'm sorry if my um, my ill voice has been unsettling for you. I can imagine a lot of people with that probably making you feel like, well, you, you might be getting it. You might be getting the pox by a proxy. But, you know, I felt that despite be, be feeling ill, like I say, I don't know if I've got the vid, right? I've got the virus, but, um, but I'm okay. You know what I mean? I felt, I felt like I should carry on for Britain, yeah? Like all us celebrities are still producing stuff. Did I just call myself a celebrity? I'm not a celebrity. Some people know who I am. Um, we're doing it for you. We're doing it for you guys. We're staying on the air, right? We're going to be there for you. Fuck it. I'm doing my job, okay? Like a lot of people. I'm just continuing to do my job like a lot of people. And But I do appreciate the appreciation. Um, there are a few reviews since the last one. This is by Saudi Red. So what's this? This is a scouser living in Saudi Arabia. Um, <laughs> fucking hell hey you is, did you just go there so you could do your, your jokes about w- women driving hey hey <laughs> scouser in Saudi mate I'll tell you something alright <laughs> they're not wrong about everything um, this man so this is the review they gave me five stars if it, yeah for five star reviews always welcome uh, this man talks sense with no agenda I'm currently working my way through the previous episodes and can't wait to get to today and the coronavirus crisis um, but still in the pre-election pods. Very funny and very thought-provoking. Well, spoiler alert, mate. Um, you know, my <laughs> the coronavirus pods, uh, you know, well, look, just don't watch the news. Don't spoil it for yourself. Uh, this is from somebody called Dog, 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 1999. Amazing name. Uh, Jeff is doing sterling work with this podcast. Really enjoy his efforts. Here's hoping you get some advertising revenue soon. Me too. I mean, look, if you uh, if you run a company and you're doing okay in the corona era, then uh, email me at whatmostpeoplethinkuk at gmail.com. Cut out the middleman. We can do a little deal here. What what are we what are we wedging them up for? Me and you could talk business. We could even do a little bit of a contra deal. Do you know what I mean? Do it the old way. Uh, and then final review is from Guna Rick. He's a Guna fan, but other than that, he's a solid bloke. Uh, been in isolation for eight days now, and the missus has me rec- redecorating everything. Jeff's take on current affairs is a refreshing break from the standard liberal norm. Thanks for keeping me company as I repaint the effing Sistine Chapel. Well, Rick, like a lot of us, DIY is no longer uh, avoidable, mate. But like I say, I might have said before, just just pretend that emulsion paint has the virus in it. Okay, okay. But listen, uh, keep yourself safe out there. You know, obviously stay at home within the government guidelines, and um, you know, keep smiling like your older grand. This is our chance. This is our chance for our generation to show that we can bloody well handle sitting in our houses watching our nice tellies. We can deal with that hardship, Britain, because we come. We do not come from fearful people. Okay. Do you think in the in the Blitz they didn't have little stuff keeping them happy? Well, in the Blitz they could still go to the pub. So fuck the Blitz, all right? We've got Netflix in our Blitz. Okay, we're gonna get through it.